Headaches, dizziness, trouble sleeping? Over a third of the U.S. lives life like this every day. It's not because they're recovering from concussion either, overworking and undersleeping. Are we becoming zombies? A new study out by CARE, a concussion research organization. They found more than a third of the adult population lives day by day with concussion symptoms, dizziness, fatigue, sensitivity to light, and a host of other problems. The study began as an attempt to help sports players and military, but has now become an effort to help the general population understand mental health. Anxiety combined with lack of sleep and overworking is the dangerous cocktail that brings on these symptoms. The solution is easy. Sleep more, exercise, eat right, especially right now. Good advice. Jesus reminded us, let tomorrow worry about itself. Today you seek the kingdom. Comforting words from our comforting king. Welcome to Haven Today here on the first Wednesday of the shortest month of the year. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series called Where is God in a Coronavirus World? We teach it to our children. We tell it to ourselves. We hear about it so much as Christians that it becomes one of our most basic assumptions. God is in control. But when trials come at us like one wave after another breaking on a shore, it becomes clear that we need to be asking, where is God? As we continue to offer Christian hope during the COVID-19 pandemic, that's exactly the question we're asking this week. Recently, I spoke with Oxford professor, Dr. John Lennox, and he was kind enough to share his heart on this matter. Christianity, unfortunately, under the guise of Christendom, has got many faces. And this kind of thing can rock people uh, Mm -hmm. to the base of their being. You know, it seems to me that there are two issues, Charles, here. There's, first of all, the situation of those of us who don't have the disease and are watching it. We're the observers, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And we tend to ask all sorts of big philosophical questions. But then there are people who are actually suffering it, and that's very different. If you're facing death from covid That would rock anybody, and therefore one needs to have something extremely solid to hold on to. And I believe that Christ offers that. He doesn't offer that the disease will be cured, but the gospel gives us something that actually transcends death and gives us what atheism can never give by definition, and that is ultimate hope. Nothing but honesty there on the part of Dr. John Lennox. Coming up, we're going to take an honest look at our frantic lives and the wonderful invitation to be still and know God. I think we need to hear the message from Psalm 46. We'll also hear some words from a friend of mine, Johnny Erickson Tata. She got COVID recently, and as a quadriplegic, it could have taken her life. You'll hear in her own words how the Lord stilled her heart with his word. After this program, I want to send you a copy of John Lennox's book called Where is God in a Coronavirus World? John not only shows us how the Christian worldview helps us to make sense of our world today, but also offers us a sure and certain hope 
that we can find in Christ alone. Our number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. You can also go online and read a few pages from the book, and after that, make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And don't forget, if you wanted to but didn't get around to it, we still have copies of the Gospel of Luke DVD, which includes a feature film following the entire Gospel, word for word, in either the NIV or the KJV. It's yours for your gift to the ministry. And now... Let's open with a great hymn by Martin Luther. Oh 
Michael W. Smith, and a version of A Mighty Fortress is Our God, originally written by Martin Luther. Where is God in a coronavirus world? That's what we're calling this haven today. And I'm Charles Morris, and we heard from the author of a book by the same name, Dr. John Lennox. I appreciate his caring heart, his honesty. He's willing to say what we all feel from time to time. Some events in life can rock us to the very core of our being. It can feel like the world around us is sinking, especially with an event on a global scale like COVID-19. Remember the early rumblings about the virus last year? The questions about how severe it would be? Do I need to stock up on food? Buy more toilet paper? Will I be able to see my own family? What will happen to my job? No matter your opinions about how best to handle the virus, it's touched us all in some way or another. Where do we turn when so much is at stake? We turn back to the Lord, always. That's the message of a very special psalm, one that is near and dear to the hearts of so many believers through history. Psalm 46 Martin Luther's hymn that we just sang, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, is inspired by this psalm. He was certainly a man who faced trials in this world. It gave him the strength to return to the Lord over and over again, and with the Holy Spirit's help, it still is powerful to do that today for us. Here it is. Listen to it. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall, he lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. A reading from Psalm 46 here on Haven Today, a program called Where is God in a Coronavirus World? Lots of news can strike fear in our hearts. That's our natural reaction in a fallen world. But as followers of Jesus, we cannot be content to stay there. The psalmist says that we will not fear because God for us is a refuge. One of the letters of the Apostle John tells us fear has to do with punishment. And perfect love casts out all fear. When we think about fear, the question behind all the questions comes down to this. Am I being punished? On the one hand, God does discipline those whom he loves. That's what good parents do. And God is our perfect Father in heaven. But the Christian life is not a tit-for-tat relationship with the Lord. 
He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. Why? Because Christ has stood in our place and been punished for our sins. That is perfect love, and it casts out all fear. The psalm paints a picture of the most earth-shattering disasters, the earth giving way, the mountains falling into the heart of the sea, the waters roar and foam with such force that it causes the mountains to quake or shake. What hardships have felt like that to you in recent months? So many things in life already feel insurmountable. Caring for sick family members, keeping up with demanding jobs, Sometimes just parenting can make you want to throw in the towel. These are uphill climbs all by themselves. But realities like COVID-19 can make it feel like the entire hill you're already climbing is sinking down into the earth to swallow you up. What can Scripture possibly say to you to help you when it feels like creation itself is falling apart? Here's what it says. God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Even if creation is falling apart at the seams, the same God who created all things leads us to streams of water. This psalm points out that while the earth, mountains, and waters rage in chaos, there is a river that emerges, just like in the Garden of Eden at the beginning of creation. Psalm 46 says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. If you're a member of Christ by faith today, then you're a citizen of that city, the heavenly city, the city of God, refreshed constantly by streams of living water. While things down here below are prone to disaster, your heavenly city is strong and mighty and secure, and that's where your life is hidden. Why is it secure? The psalm tells us God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at break of day. If you've ever wept so hard that you couldn't sleep, maybe you've also experienced the comfort of that beautiful light of an early morning. Another psalm tells us, Weeping may tarry through the night, but joy comes in the morning. The Lord himself is like that comforting light. He makes his heavenly city strong, and he brings us comfort at the break of day. Listeners to Haven Today know Johnny Erickson Tata. She's a friend of this program and a friend of mine. And she recently battled coronavirus. And by the Lord's kindness, she has made it through, but not without weeping through the night. Let's listen as Johnny shares how the Lord encouraged her in her recent trial. As you know, I've been struggling with COVID. And I thank you for praying me up and out of it. Although, I don't know, maybe you can tell my lungs are telling me I'm not quite in the clear. Being a quadriplegic, it was so hard to breathe, especially at night in bed. And when I was told I had COVID, I thought, this is a death sentence. But my disability had already taught me how to carry even this cross. For when I trusted him to see me through even if it did, yes, mean death. When I, when I gave it all up to him, I, I could feel God take gentle, firm possession of this strange affliction and, and begin to do a work in me. It was as though the Lord pressed me 
Johnny, do you believe me that I will never leave you or forsake you? That I am your ever-present help in this trouble? That doubting me only makes things worse? Do, do you believe my grace is sufficient, whether I take you home or uh, assign you to remain? Do you trust me? And in the dark, in bed, I cried out, Yes, Lord, I believe. And then in the ensuing hours and days, I felt this wonderfully odd calmness and almost indifference to how much it might hurt or how it would end. And I felt perfectly still under the hand of God. He pulled me close into a shelter and I, I felt myself resting in the shadow of the Almighty. And it felt blessed. G.D. Watson once wrote, he said, when the suffering soul reaches a calm, sweet carelessness, when it can inwardly smile at its own suffering and not even ask to be delivered, then it works its blessed ministry. Then the cross you carry begins to weave itself into a crown. When we give our suffering over to God and sink ourselves into His will, He will make every pain work its divine purpose in our lives. Inspiring words from one of the most inspiring people I think I've ever met, Johnny Erickson Tata. She thought COVID-19 was her death sentence. Even then, she said she felt still under the hand of God. Here are the words that will get us through coronavirus or any trial for that matter, be still. And that's how Psalm 46 ends. So far, the psalm was speaking about God, but there at the end, God begins to speak directly to us. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. In the context of these verses, the Lord is speaking to the nations. We read nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, and then he lifts his voice, the earth melts. Above all the chaos and difficulty in this world, there is a force more powerful than all of it, the voice of the Lord. Some countries have handled coronavirus by letting it run wild. Others have locked everything down with strict protocols and fines and threats of jail sentences. Some have given instructions and then changed instructions and then changed them again. And during all of this, nations are at war. Military coups, genocide, and religious violence, riots, troubled elections. On and on it goes. And the Lord still says, be still. He says that today. Well, there's still time for us to humble ourselves in repentance and faith. But one day, our Savior will come with a loud trumpet. He'll say it again. Be still and know that I am God. Wars will cease. Violence will end. Pandemics will be no more. But until that day comes, where is he? He's near you, near to your very heart. He remains your refuge and strength your high tower and fortress. Do not be afraid. Be still and know that he is God. Would you join me in prayer right now? Together may we be still. May we know that you are God. 
May we listen together for your still, small voice. May we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Give us faith that keeps, lasting faith, faith that's born from the cross, faith that is sustained by your Holy Spirit at work in us even now. Lord, we look to you. Jesus, we are in desperate need of you right now. So give us grace. Give it to us in abundance. And for your speaking to us and being with us and dying for us, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and know he is holy. Be still, O oh restless soul of mine. Bow before the Prince of Peace. Let the noise and clamor cease. Stephen Curtis Chapman singing with his son Caleb, Be Still and Know. Recently, our producer's children asked him if they were living in history as they were thinking about the pandemic. I think that was a cute way to put it. We truly are living through a challenging time in history, and it's caused many of us to ask deeper questions like, why has God allowed this to happen?
Many of our questions are not easy to answer. But thankfully, God's Word does give us hope. And that's why I appreciate John Lennox's new book, Where is God in a Coronavirus World? When I first read the book last year, the Lord used it to minister to my soul, and I know it will do the same for you as well. Dr. Lennox not only shows us how the Christian worldview helps us to make sense of our world today, but also reminds us of the sure hope that we have in Jesus. So call us right now and make a gift to this listener-supported ministry, and we'll get you the book out right away, Where is God in a Coronavirus World? Here's our number, 800 Six five four twenty eight thirty six eight hundred sixty five haven or read a few pages from the book there at our website you can make your gift there and ask for that book at haventoday.org haventoday.org and we still have copies of the Gospel of Luke DVD a word for word feature film presenting the story of Jesus in a way that will inspire you to know him better I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Come back again tomorrow when again we'll share together this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When you begin typing who is into the Google search bar, One of the most common words to follow is God. Who is God? It's a question many are asking, not just young children on the way home from church. Here's a better one. Who is Jesus? Our comfort in this world, in the next, are found in answering this question. Thomas's confession in John 20 is plain. My Lord and my God. My Lord, meaning he rules. He's the boss, but not harsh. My God, he's present. He's committed to my good. Maybe we should add one more thing. My friend, Jesus speaking, John 15, from now on, you are my friends. Lord God, friend, that's who Jesus is for us. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit getanchor.com.